Welcome to Art Spot. I'm your host, Ann Manera, and this is episode four, titled Technology as an Extension of Man. As an artist that has been trained traditionally, meaning before computers, I can't help but think of how much technology plays a role in my everyday life as an artist. Technology plays a key role in creating my art as well as sharing my art with the world here we, in 2018. In this podcast, I will talk about technology as an extension of man, keeping in mind how artists' relationships with many forms of technology continues to grow. We live in a day and age in which society is bombarded with audio and visual stimuli from many sources. While separate generations are living simultaneously in the world, each generation's world is vastly different. Children being raised in 2018 are faced with far more challenges in society than their parents or grandparents were faced with 20 or even 50 years ago. The area having the most influence on society today is electronic media. And we are faced as a a society of all generations with learning how to manage the ever-changing technology. As our gender-specific roles continue to change, technology enables one to engage in activities no longer gender-specific. As advances in technology continue, the terms cyborg or cybernetics or cyber art and cyber world become part of our everyday vocabulary. A cyborg can be defined as a hybrid of man and machine. Anyone that has an artificial limb takes synthetically produced medication used to support the body or alter the psyche, wears glasses, interacts with the self-serve gas pump or supermarket checkout can be considered a cyborg. In the cyber world of the internet, we are able to be anyone we would like to be. An 80-year-old man can be a 20-year-old woman. An overweight, middle-aged mom of three can experience virtually the life of a 23-year-old girl on spring break with the body of a supermodel. An agoraphobic can travel the world while never leaving the security of their own home. A recluse can suddenly have thousands of online friends. The possibilities are endless. In the virtual world, our wants and desires can be fulfilled. Marshall McLuhan, author of The The Medium is the Message, contends technology is an extension of man, referring to how humans depend on technology to live out their everyday lives. Our dependency on technology grows each day as it becomes part of every aspect of our lives. Imagine a day without an internet connection and the impact it would have on your life. Technology seamlessly has truly become part of us. We have come to rely on the technology in our everyday life from supermarket checkouts to online banking, shopping, and even in medicine. According to McCullen, any invention or technology is an extension or self-amputation of our physical bodies. And such extension also demands new rations or new equilibriums among other organs and extensions of the body. Once one begins to rely on a form of technology to live one's everyday life, one finds themselves facing new burdens. Technology has enabled us to perform tasks with efficiency and speed, while simultaneously technology has burdened us with a longer to-do list. Our reliance on a particular form of technology supersedes our need for that form of technology. As a society, we are becoming numb to our own physical bodies and our central nervous systems. 
According to McLuhan, with our central nervous system strategically numbed, the tasks of conscious awareness and order are transferred to the physical life of man so that for the first time he has become aware of technology as an extension of the physical. This extension of man has introduced to the human not only speed, but also the need for speed. In an effort to keep up with the demands of society, one must be able to utilize and understand the latest technology. However, in this speedy society, human interaction suffers as we are faced with new ways to manage human relationships. This virtual world sounds like a modern-day utopia, but I wonder what is happening to society and how we treat each other in the real world if all we feel comfortable doing is relating virtually. Or are we only able to function with some form of technology, such as a cell phone or an iPhone or an iPad in our hands, which could be distracting us from the real world? Humans have become so engrossed in the portable form of technology, literally in the palm of their hands, or attached to their wrist, that they are ignoring the human side of life. Are we becoming so reliant on the virtual world that we as a society are creating a generation of young adults who are only able to hold a conversation through email or instant messaging? Perhaps the world of a cyborg is easier than the world of a human. No one is required to think on their own, but rather some form of technology has become the pseudo-thinking brain. Cyborgs are not limited by gender, emotions, politics, guilt, or shame. Cyborgs are not limited to their abilities or discriminate against based on gender, making being a cyborg an attractive opportunity for a feminist. No longer are women's roles restricted to vulnerable employment options, but rather employment options are not gender specific. Women are not only raising families, but also working outside the home, and technology can be credited for this economic change. As women's roles in the workforce change due to the changes in technology, the new technologies have an impact on the economy, politics, social issues, and family life worldwide. The world of cybernetics eliminates the self, the human, and introduces us to the concept of being post-human in chorus, creating a world for us that are a direct result of our own creation. A modern-day Frankenstein, if you will. According to Haraway, the new technologies affect the social relations of both sexuality and of reproduction, and not always in the same ways. The cyborg world has become integrated with the human world, and the impact on our abilities to interact socially is profound. The use of technologies such as cell phones has placed such huge demands on our time as we are now reachable round the clock. It seems human beings are no longer capable of being present in the moment without the distractions or crutch of some form of technology. Cell phones, for example, are robbing us of our consciousness as they, like the home computer, have become a universal media machine capable of not only being a telephone, but a camera or internet accessible, a personal planner, a phone book. We are becoming disembodied through the use of technology as our focus becomes totally on the gadget in our hand. The first thing people look at when they are leaving a building is their cell phone. Why? Have we as a society become so distracted dependent and part of the technological world that we experience withdrawal when not using it for 20 minutes? Do we not see a world out there that exists apart from us? As technology becomes a true extension of us, it becomes part of the entire system and will be expected by society. And as a result, the transition from human to cyborg becomes invisible. As technology becomes an extension of man, we can never escape being a cyborg in some way. According to Haraway, 
who writes about cyborgs, the concept of the cyborg and the use of technology enable feminism to emerge without boundaries. In a world of the internet, there are no male or female roles. Gender becomes obsolete. The female is no longer seen as the nurturing figure it has been viewed as for centuries. Rather, male and female are placed on equal ground as the cyborg is now in control of the machine instead of being one controlled. In the world of the cyborg, we are all in one. There are no opposites in the cyborg world. Human consciousness has no place in the cyborg world as human consciousness embraces polarity. Cyborgs are now part of everyday human life. Technology has silently invaded the human being and their world. Our technology has become so small in size that most of the time we don't even realize it's there. At what point are we able to accept that robotics or artificial intelligence is able to think on its own, developing its own consciousness? As computers to begin to develop their own consciousness or the ability to determine future events, we are now faced with giving up control of our destiny. Our souls, our consciousness, would be turned over to the machine. This transition to cyborg is so invisible, most humans are not even aware it has happened or is happening to them. Our personal freedom is now in the hands of the computer, which is liberating to a point. However, with freedom comes added responsibility. Think about all of the times that you turn to your phone or you turn to your artificial intelligence at your, in your own home, like Alexis, and you ask her a question and you tell her to play music or you ask her what the weather is. Have we become that dependent on having a robot or artificial intelligence actually find and seek the answers for us? As technology becomes a true extension of us, it becomes part of the entire system and will be expected by society and as a result, the transition from human to cyborg is invisible. You can't state that enough. However, with the freedom comes that added responsibility once again. And a cyborg has no limitations or no prejudices without gender biases, void of responsibilities either to itself or others. A goddess, on the other hand, is stereotyped as a nurturer and thought by society as the weaker sex, burdened with responsibilities that do not require regeneration or rebirth. As a cyborg, we become disembodied from our physical bodies. However, the question remains as to whether or not we become disembodied from our own consciousness. As we employ the use of a particular form of technology, in a sense, we are in fact leaving our physical bodies as we consciously exist in third, fourth, and fifth dimensions. As one becomes more of a cyborg, one's consciousness exists in a separate entity. And it makes you wonder whether or not the life of a cyborg would be easier than the life of a human. The possibilities of the advances in technology over the next century are infinite. Humans will find themselves in constant struggle between human consciousness and the cyborg consciousness as the line between the two becomes more diminished. Simply being aware of the technology available to man will create a world of humans striving for more, hungry for the next new gadget, eager for something better. Will humans become carried away with the technology available to them, or will they take advantage of its possibilities rather than maximizing its benefits? In many ways, it seems we are headed for a state of non-existence as we engage in the virtual world which, with much more regularity. Advances in technology in the 21st century enable all humans to become cyborgs. I wonder how many parts of man need to be replaced or assisted with technology before one is no longer human. 
The role one's consciousness plays in humanity is questionable. Is it possible to transfer our memory and our consciousness to a computer chip? This truly is an example of removing ourselves from the present moment we attempt to live as a society, as a single consciousness. Technology is enabling us to be unique and exactly the same all at once, possibly existing in more than one dimension virtually. Life has become complicated in the 21st century as expectations of the human being as it existed in the Garden of Eden have increased. When one thinks of oneself as being overextended, one is truly overextended due to the extension technology has placed on man. Ironically, advances in technology intended to make life easier have actually created so many opportunities for us that we have become pressed for time. Multitasking has become the norm as more and more people are utilizing cell phones while driving, shopping, banking, working out, dining out, or vacationing. As an artist, I use technology every single day. And each time I use it, I am in awe of the fact that I'm actually using it. I do not use a tablet to draw. I still use a piece of paper and a pen and a pencil. Sometimes I use a Wacom tablet and draw with the aid of the computer. However, I still enjoy what the actual pencil feels like in my hand. I enjoy the smell of the actual pencil and I enjoy getting ink on my hands. And to me, that has a better connection with myself and the art that I'm creating. However, in the 21st century, Technology becomes a necessary norm for me, and I need to make sure that I'm using technology when I need to photograph my work or clean up some of the images that I've created and share them with the world. How do you think that technology is affecting your way to be creative? Sometimes you just can't escape it. If you liked this episode, leave a comment. You can also find more episodes on annmanera.com by clicking on Art Spot Podcasts. You can email Ann Manera at designer at annmanera.com. Thanks for listening.